You're listening to Sky Aspects with Cleopatra Jade, a podcast about astrological topics, also full and new moons. Enjoy, guys. Hey, guys. We have another transformative week full of planetary transits. There's major aspects going on. Saturn is making its second square to Uranus for the year. We have one more after this. We've already been through our first one back in February. And so now we're at the middle of their alignment with one another. So this is going to give us an opportunity to start looking at what needs to be changed societally and the crucial changes we need to make in our own life. And Jupiter is going retrograde. So this should give us the opportunity to review our inner hopes and philosophies that may need a tweak because there's always room for improvement. And these retrogrades come around so that we can do these things and work on some of the stuff that's just not working for us. And looking at some of these vibes on the graph, it's a seemingly quiet week, which it really isn't. There's a lot going on, especially with the transformative energy from the retrograde, from Jupiter retrograde, and the Saturn stuff, and a lot of the stuff that's going to be going on with the sun. So there's a lot of ego stuff that's going to be going on through this week, and confidence stuff that's going to be going on through this week. But on the graph, there's psychic energy. So in the beginning of the week, you may be feeling more more in tune with your gut instincts. You may be feeling like you're experiencing dreams that are prophetic or just intuitive downloads and things like that just as you're getting through the 14th. The 14th is an interesting day overall anyway with that square going on from Saturn to Uranus. But there is a bit of psychic energy in the air, so that should bring an interesting tone to that day. The middle of the week, we are high on the romance. So from the 16th to about the 18th, there's a lot of romantic energy coming out of nowhere. And also with this, so don't be surprised if you're in a relationship and things get nice and heated in a good way. And also if you're single, all of a sudden you're feeling like you're getting more attention and you're getting, you're attracting people. So it's a good energy overall. It's an interesting week with a lot of these transits that we have going on. So let's look at these next bunch of days and see what we can expect. On the 14th, Saturn is making it square with Uranus. This is an alignment that does not happen often. This is a rare alignment. This alignment generally happens about 20 every 20 years or so, give or take. And the last one we had was back in February, February 16th of this, February 17th of this year, we had Uranus making its first square to Saturn in quite some time. Because prior to that, the last square between these planets before the one we had for 2021 happened around 1999, sometime in July. And then it was going on on all the way till May of 2000. So it had three hits. It had a hit in July of 99, November of 99, and May of 2000. So yeah, this is a lengthy process. And now we're here again, and we are on our second hit from Saturn to Uranus. So when these planets come together in this alignment, it's generally a buildup of the last two decades. And it's a buildup of the tensions of the last two decades. A lot of the time it has a lot to do with the old system versus the new system. The gatekeepers versus the people. It's truly about a tug of war between keeping things the way they used to be and moving in a better direction, moving in a more favorable direction for society. Because there's always going to be people who want to keep things the same and there are going to be people who want to reform things. And in this square, a lot of the times you see a fight for those things. So on a collective level, you can see a lot of this playing out in the way the rules are being established and a lot of things um, reform on certain things, reform when it comes down to 
power distributions and reform when it comes down to education. Speaking of which, we had Jupiter that made that first square in the beginning of the year to Uranus, which did usher in some reform in those areas. And we're seeing a bunch of changes that are going on within the education system, which of course won't be overnight changes, but they're nonetheless, they're being initiated. The ball's getting rolling, so to speak. So you're seeing a bunch of that going on. And with the Saturn square Uranus, it's a it's, it's, it's an edgier vibe than the Jupiter square Uranus. So we are seeing some of these tensions cause a bit of hostility. It is causing a bit of upset. It is causing a bit of pushback from whatever side it's coming from, whether that's the old versus the new. But at least in this energy, you do see that changes do get made, maybe not right away, because especially with these larger cycles and some harder transits, it is not an instantaneous thing. It takes time, but changes do get made under this type of energy. There is a lot of reform under this energy and basically rebuilding an old structure that's no longer working, that no longer serves humanity. This is a time where society has hit a wall. I mean, if you look at it in a world stage, if you look at it from a national point of view, everything has kind of hit a wall. And so this is going to be a time of breakdown before there's a breakthrough. So it is a hard energy and it is an energy that, you know, ushers in again, that change that's needed. But there's a lot of polarizing. There's a lot of us versus them sort of energy in this. And so that could be the difficult parts of it. And it means certainly it's the difficult parts of it. It's really uncomfortable. And this is a type of aspect that makes, it causes a strain. It makes it hard to get ahead on certain levels. Even on a financial level, there could be some shifts when it comes down to that. And there have been. And since we're on our second hit, since Saturn's going retrograde, Saturn's going to be going back over the steps that it made back in February when it made this square. So we are going to see be seeing a review of that going through the summer. When it comes down to reform, when it comes down to finance, when it comes down to the things that need to change within the system. And on a more personal level, this helps us get in touch with what we need to change within our own lives, what's not working within our own lives, how we're making things difficult on ourselves from keeping an old system that's not working for us. It's about making changes and getting out of your comfort zone. It's about you know, hitting some roadblocks when it comes down to, you know, life, when it comes down to other people and what needs to be a big decision within your life in order to get out of stuck patterns. And really looking at the relationships that hold you back, looking at where you might not be responsible enough or overly responsible for other people. And it's time for you to make changes within that area as well. So this is a hardcore energy is definitely edgy, but at the same time, for it being an edgy energy, it does bring about the changes that we need. And it always brings in the changes that for our benefit in life. So do the best you can when this energy hits. I mean, we're going to be dealing with this energy for a bit longer. And you know, we have our last hit sometime in November, I believe. No, I'm sorry, sometime in December, I believe. Actually, our last hit of this energy happens around Christmas Eve. It happens around December 24th of this year. So do the best you can to rebuild, do the best you can to let go of old systems that are no longer working in your life and where you need an upgrade and go towards a direction that allows for you to upgrade your life. On the 15th, Mars is making a quincunx with Jupiter. I was talking about this last week because it was playing out with another aspect and now we are in an exact quincunx to Jupiter. And this energy itself is not the worst, but it's definitely edgy in some ways. It's mixed baggy. It could be a fun energy. It's a great energy for just moving along with your goals, being a go-getter, just getting motivated to do whatever it is you need to do in your life, being social, and just, just not being afraid to try something new or 
take on new challenges within your life. So it's good for getting you out there. It's good for getting you off your ass. It's that kind of energy. And if you have anything you need to power through, this is going to give you the drive that you need to power through things. And it gives you confidence. And you know, sometimes that confidence can turn into cockiness with this energy, but it gives you the confidence to take a risk that could pay off. It's weird because it's a quincunx. If this was a soft aspect between Jupiter and Mars, it would be a risk that pays off. And you could say that with, with a lot of confidence, but with a quincunx, it can go either way because there are blind spots. So there may be situations where you're thinking that it's a good deal. You're thinking that it's going to pay off as a reward because you have all the hope that it's going to work out, but it ends up not being something that you want. So just go slow when it comes down to taking big risks. Some could pay off. This is a very gambly sort of aspect. So if you get a hunch something doesn't seem right and it may not pan out, then you should probably go with that rather than just jumping right into it because of this. This is this is this is an iffy one. This is a gamble. And also with this transit too, it is a competitive energy. This is where it gets hairy with this because it's overly competitive. This is one of those things where Mars and Jupiter get together in hard aspects. Sometimes you end up dealing with cocky people. Sometimes you end up dealing with people who want to one-up you. Sometimes you end up dealing with just arrogance and dogmatic bullshit. Just overall, a lot of entitlement issues could come up around this energy. You could be dealing with entitled people or you could find yourself in a moment where you're being entitled. Everyone has those moments occasionally. So this is one of the things with the energy where it's uncomfortable. Other than that, it can be fun. So use it for the fun aspects and to get things moving in your life and just be aware of taking bold risks that you feel shaky about and also just not having a pissing contest with other people. I mean, especially because that's next day, Mercury is making a semi-square with Mars. And so this is part two to the semi-square that happened a few weeks ago since Mercury is going retrograde. Mercury is retracing its steps. Mercury is hitting the points that it was hitting, you know, back in May when it started going shadow. So now we are dealing with the retrograde portion of this aspect. With hard aspects with Mercury and Mars, one of the good things I always like to mention is sometimes we don't have the balls to say what needs to be said. And sometimes you need that extra push to say something, speak up, assert yourself, and, you know, just stand up for somebody who doesn't have a voice of their own. And this is one of those transits where some of that can come up. Maybe something that was left unsaid ends up coming up today, and it could come up in a way that riles other people up. It could come up in a way that is insensitive in some ways, but it needs to be said. And even though that may not go over well, sometimes the uncomfortable and hard thing to say is the right thing to say. So be aware of that when this energy hits. It's gonna bring up some old conversations or things left unsaid. Any out-of-pocket comments that didn't get addressed could come back up and it could be addressed at this moment. It's a triggery energy, it's an edgy energy. It easily, you know, causes people to get pissed and, you know, go on the verbal assault or things on text and DM can get misconstrued in this energy too. So it's, it's, it's hard. It's a hard energy. And then that same day Mercury's making the semi-sextile with Venus along with this. So this could bring out some old romantic situations in the sense where an ex pops up or somebody that you used to hook up with pops up in your DMs, texts you, adds you as a friend, 
follows you on social media, that kind of stuff. You know, Mercury Retrograde has that wrap for exes coming back. Yeah, this would definitely be one of those things where, you know, something like this could come back. And it doesn't have to be a romantic partner. It could be an ex-friend. It could be an ex-colleague. And because Mercury is in Gemini, it could be stuff from estranged family members that you don't speak to anymore popping back up. Um, with Mercury being in Gemini, Gemini energy, we deal with siblings, we deal with immediate family, cousins, aunts, uncles, and things like that. To a lesser degree, parents, but not really parents. So it could bring up those types of energies, or there could be some unresolved stuff with siblings that needs to be talked about within the Mercury semi-square Mars and the Mercury semi-sextile Venus energy. One other thing with the Mercury semi-sextile Venus thing, and that can get a bit annoying, is there can be some attention-seeking behavior that does come of it. So it could be someone just really desperately wanting your attention, or you're just seeing someone over the internet that you know that's desperately seeking attention because you know Mercury deals with the internet, and with this energy, you could be seeing someone on social media that makes you kind of gag a little bit. So do the best you can when this energy hits. It's weird. The Mercury semi-square Mars situation is is more edgier than this, but yeah. Yeah, it's weird energy that's going on those next couple of days. So if you couldn't get more awkward energy, we've got more awkward stuff going on. We have the next two days with sun aspects that are edgy. They're edgy, but they're also awkward too because it has a lot to do with ego. The sun is going to be an acquaintance with Pluto on the 17th, and this can get a bit weird. And by weird, I mean uncomfortable, because you're dealing with people with fragile egos on this day. This is one of those things where you could be dealing with those who are obsessive. You could be dealing with those who want to control. You could be dealing with just power-hungry individuals or people trying to control the narrative in situations for just for the sake of their own ego and just for the sake of their own image. So it could be situations with work where you're dealing with power-hungry goblins, people who refuse to take responsibility for their bad actions or for being controlling or people who try to gaslight in some sort of way because they're trying to control the way they come off to other people because they have an image to maintain. So do the best you can with this energy hits because it's a very weird, again, power-hungry goblins type of energy. Some people are just power-hungry goblins, which is all based on ego and comes from a place of needing to dominate others so that they feel better about themselves. So do the best you can when this energy hits. On the 19th, we've got some hard-hitting energy in the sense where it is a bit deflating ego-wise. It's deflating confidence-wise. So we have the sun making a sesquiquadrate with Saturn, and we have the sun making a semi-square to Uranus. So those energies combined can feel really weird. What happens in these energies is it brings up feelings of self-doubt. It brings up feelings of inadequacy, you know, within who you are. Just more or less just being afraid to be yourself. With the sun semi-square Uranus, that's definitely going to bring up areas where you're afraid to be yourself and you're afraid of what others might think. So this is a hard-hitting energy for that reason. It's about learning how to accept yourself for who you are and not being afraid to shine. And in this energy, you could feel like that. And with the sun making the sesquic quadrate to Saturn, it is going to make it harder to come forward because you're not going to feel like you're wanting to deal with people. You're going to feel like you want time to yourself. You're going to feel like being by yourself and alone. It, it's, it's a really weird energy because it's demotivating. And when you're having the other stuff mixed in, it just makes for a really hard day. It's a very stressful energy. So make sure you're taking care of yourself the best way you can. You could feel sleepier than normal during this day too because of all of this. And it's just one of those things that just puts you in a bad headspace puts you in a bad space for your confidence. So do whatever you can to boost your confidence, to gain some energy, and to realize it's okay for you to be yourself, regardless of what other people think. And I know that those are 
not overnight fixes because these things, when they pop up, they're not overnight fixes. These are, these are things that have probably built up for a long time. So it's gonna take some time to work through it. But again, when these things happen, it's calling for you to start initiating some, start taking some steps to clear this stuff out so that way you can have a life that's filled with stability and confidence within yourself. On the 20th, Jupiter is going retrograde. Jupiter retrogrades are not the hardest of retrogrades. However, when it's aspecting somebody in your chart, it is gonna call to your attention the Jupiterian things in your life that you need to fix. Jupiter went into the shadow period on March 27th of 2021. So think back to March 27th about Jupiterian things that have been coming up in your life. In other words, it's a time to look at your belief systems and explore what else is out there, what options you have, what adventures you should be taking for yourself, anything to do with education, anything to do with travel, anything to do with stimulating your mind. And that of course ties in with education. And speaking of education, it could be anything to do with launching courses if you're one of those types of people. It could have, have something to do with being a teacher and being an instructor of some sorts or starting some sort of business that's aligned with education or travel or anything else that's Jupiterian. So some of these themes could have been coming up over the last couple of months around you. I will say sometimes with Jupiter retrogrades, the only thing that I would say is hard with this is you are stuck. You don't know where you're going. You don't know if you're going to make a decision on certain things. It's not as if you're, you know, jumping into it right away because you're not able to because it is a retrograde and it is about review. And there is a bit of sacrifice sometimes that's involved with Jupiter retrogrades. Depending on whatever it's aspecting in your chart, it can inflate certain things within your chart. It can you know, blow certain things out of proportion in some ways. So hopefully you're not feeling that in a harsh way. Hopefully it's just putting you in a position to really look at what you need to look at, to look at the big picture in your life and to climb a little bit higher, aim a little bit higher so that you can get a, get more of a perspective on what direction you want to point your arrow. What direction do you want to go in your life? What's your path? What's your universal truth? What's your sense of justice and morals and things like that? So this type of retrograde, this is where I say it is interesting. It's particularly interesting because of that. And it's not, again, the harshest. It can have some sore spots. Like I said, if it is overly inflating certain things in your chart and sometimes overinflating things can be uncomfortable. It could be anything to do with just stress or, you know, waistlines when it comes down to Jupiter too. So that's just something to be aware of with this energy. Other than that, um, it's not like a Saturn retrograde or a Mars, certainly not a Mars or Venus retrograde, nor does it do the things that Mercury does. So hopefully you guys are looking at this so you can expand and have a moment to review the opportunities that you should be taking in your life. Jupiter goes direct on the 17th of October and it will go out of shadow on January 8th of 2022. So use this time to aim high in your life if this is aspecting anything in your chart. Anyway, I hope you all have the best week ever. Later, guys.